What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In this episode, I sit down with a very, very dear friend of mine, Alex Corral. He is the owner of Cabinet Coding Kings in Orlando. He's just hit exponential growth. He's got five to six cabinet jobs going on per week after letting go of a few guys to kind of scale down and reevaluate his business model. At one point, he was hitting eight to nine cabinet jobs in one week as the only salesperson. So he's a wealth of information. I sometimes can't even believe how quickly he has hit that threshold after only being in business uh, for a little over one year. So he's kind enough to share some of his experience with us in this episode. And I think it's going to be beneficial as it was to me. Uh, just, you know, I even learned some things. So it's going to be great for you guys to tune in to this conversation. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. I have my very, very good friend, Alex, here. I invited Alex to jump on this podcast just because, uh, well, there's a lot of reasons why. Number one, him and I have been friends for a long time. But number two, he's actually been able to crack the code, man. A million dollars in a year's time. That's no fabrication. That's no joke. Alex, welcome, man. Uh, let's just start off with this. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about what your business looks like, um, amount of employees you have, or I know you do subcontractors, just what that volume looks like, man. Let's start there. Yeah. So I'm Alex. I own uh, Cabinet Coding Kings in Orlando. Um, so we do about five, six jobs a week. Um, I have a great crew right now. I have about 10 um, employees, um, manager, and then a, a little bit of an assistant manager who also does jobs. Um, so I just kind of, I won't go into the whole thing because that's a whole nother podcast in itself, <laughs> but you know, it runs very well. I've actually been home for the last two weeks just because I actually got uh, COVID. So my business, which is a million dollar business has been running without me flawlessly for two weeks. Um, so, you know, these are certain things that Tanner has helped me with, with certain, uh, certain things he's been able to implement. And then some of my own uh, secrets for this trade. Uh, and I, you know, eventually we'll, we'll go over, you know, a lot of the things that I've done um, in other podcasts, but we'll concentrate on uh, one thing that people wanted to hear about on this one, which is uh, yeah. review. Yeah. So, so I mean, there's so much, man, that we could talk about. You're right. And and I plan to do multiple with Alex just because, you know, one thing that you said, you, you got COVID, right? And then your company is running without you there. Um, and that's something you didn't expect. And if you didn't, if you didn't build your business in that direction, what would your life look like right now? I mean, imagine if you didn't have any systems, like how stressed out would you be? Not only just trying to get over COVID with which your whole family got right. Yeah. And having to isolate, you're yeah. obviously unable to meet with customers or unable to meet with your techs and you have no clue what's going on at the shop. What would your life look like if you didn't set your business up, not expecting this, but you just knew that the right way to set up a business is to have a system. What would it look like? Yeah, it would be chaos. Um, 
you know, I have trustworthy people. I mean, it just, I don't know what it would be like. I don't even want to put my mindset in that scenario. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, you'd be freaking out. You'd be stressed out. You wouldn't like, what what would you do? You know, yeah. but I have very trustworthy people in the positions I put them in. Um, just real quick, and we could go over this in another one, but I recently had uh, 20 employees and doing seven, eight jobs a week. You know, I had, due to certain circumstances, I had to go down to, you know, 10 employees doing five jobs a week. But that was one of the things uh, when I was deciding how to, you know, structure the businesses, which which ones of my guys are the ones I could trust the most. Um, trust. Love that. Yeah, it's all trust. And they all could do the job, all the crews, but there was some that tried to get away with things, you know, and I wouldn't really get on them because, you know, I want, I want, I'm, I'm a guy of elevation uh, and, you know, I want, I appreciate. Uh, so I was a little lenient on some of these guys who did good work, but maybe cut little corners. Um, but the main thing I would say is, you know, right now I have the best of the best. Uh, they're phenomenal and they get the job done without so me. You guys are doing, to... you guys are doing about five to six jobs a week, right? Yeah. So averaging right around 25,000 a week, maybe sometimes 30,000 a week in, in produced jobs. Right. Yeah. And, and so you were at a point and you and I discussed this, right? You have eight, sometimes eight jobs in a week going eight cabinet yeah. kitchens, eight kitchens being done. You yeah, have no other, wait, wait, let me kind of preface this. Hold on. You have no other salespeople. You're the only salesperson. Okay. And you're, and, and you did this for a good eight months through COVID where you have kept eight crews busy every single week. And yeah. this is your first, actually you're into your second year in business. I know that you, you've worked recently, for a cabinet yeah. co- recently. You've, you've worked for a cabinet coding company before you were never a cabinet coding technician, but you built the system, you focus on sales. Um, and, and I just wanted to make sure that that was all being said. So when you, we, you know, we decided and, and you and I worked through this of scaling your business down and it, it, is it because again, like, so let me ask you this, like if you had eight trusted individuals, would you go back to eight or are you comfortable at this five to six range? Um, I would say, the, the model I'm working towards to perfect would be the, the five, um, five crew shop. Um, okay. it's a, it's a, it's a good amount of number. You'll get, you'll have a million dollar business at that point. Um, and then, you know, just structuring it very systemized, you know, so you do don't have to be there and you get the right people who do the right job and you get, you know, you treat them well and you, pay them well and everyone's happy um so because once you start getting into seven eight you know that's just it just gets to a lot it's a lot like i saw the law of diminishing return right i experienced it right i experienced you know two to three to four when you're growing you know to have a manager and something else you know there's there's that little gap where you're you know making enough but you know you know you should be making a little more when you get to like five six you're like at that sweet spot and then when you get to like seven eight nine jobs a week which i was doing at some times i had for two months where i'm doing eight nine jobs a week Um, and then just for everything i do it was just like overwhelming the 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 crews get overwhelming you kind of lose touch with the employees a little bit it kind of it becomes a production center instead of like a care center which i like 
you know, to be there for my employees and make sure they're growing mentally. Um, and I, I just, it's not about like all the money that comes in for me anymore. So I've learned a lot through experience. You know, I did try to push and push and, you know, through my quality, experiences, five and six, the best. Uh, quality over quantity is what you learned. And, and, you know, I think when you start a business, you know, out of fight or flight, you just sell as much as you can and you've achieved such fast, success uh you have over 250 reviews on all channels in the first year you have more reviews than me i've been in business five years and i call i used to call myself the review guy you're the review guy you win yeah. you know i think you have 140 on google five star you have 160 this is in nah, i have i have a uh, oh, by the end of this week i'll have 190 uh pretty much throughout all platforms nine reviews. yeah so I'm almost by the, by the end of February, I plan on being at 200 reviews. There you go. I love it. But, but it's, it's, but these reviews are genuine people. Obviously they hit on, uh, you know, what's most important, which is the care that you have in the home and you don't even go to the jobs. So how let's talk about that. Right. I mean, you have all these people touting how amazing the experience is. Alex was so great. And chances are, you're never going to see, you, you never see the jobs in person. You never meet with them in person. So how does that happen, man? How do you create such a great experience and not even be there? Yeah. So, um, well, I implement my, my care into like the, the into our crews. So they, okay. they know what I care about. I call the customers every morning. So the, the crews know I'm going to call them every morning. And I know I, they, I don't really get onto the crews about much, but they know if they don't communicate, if they're not there on time, if they don't do the job like they know they're supposed to do it, you know, that's the time where, you know, I get a little upset and, you know, they, they yeah. ha then have to fear their job at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so I implement my care for the customer into the, into my organization. And then I call the customers every morning. So I'm like, Hey, what's going on? So I'm there. On Monday morning, calling them, telling them what's going on. Tuesday, telling them what's going on. If any concerns come up, we fix it and nick it in the butt ASAP. I don't have to go because I trust my guys. Um, you know, if there's situations that warrant me going, I do go. And I make sure they know I care enough to go if there's situations like that. But honestly, that rarely ever happens. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty much. But I it was starting morning. to happen a little bit when you made the cuts. That you oh had. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, when important. I had the so, seven, the eight, nine jobs a week, there was yeah. a lot Cause, more because uh, you weren't you weren't un, unable to have that personal touch that you you have with the five six. So you were losing that personal touch. You were losing the quality control at at seven eight and yeah. the people that were going to these jobs. And and it's important for anyone listening and for you know you know you to mention as well is that like these guys didn't have the opportunity to ruin your reputation because you caught it before they had the opportunity to ruin your reputation. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, they were, they did the jobs fine. Okay. And it wasn't like, they weren't bad people. It's just, there's a certain level where, you know, fortunately I had enough people where I put names on two sides of paper and, you know, I just got the, the best of the best um, yeah so you know that's just that's life right you you make 
impacts with action. And that's kind of what happened with my business. You know, yeah. I, I watched everything. I might not spoke about everything, but I have cameras in my shops so I could see what's going on. <clears throat> and, you know, my decision uh, due to circumstances had to be to cut, you know, half the staff, but, you know, yeah. I did it because of so, action. Yeah. Action. You took action. And, and I think that you recognize that you grew kind of fast and you leveled out. And I think that yeah. there's two ways you could go. You could keep going because your, your main motive is money. You could go as far as you want and know that, okay, I could do eight jobs. Let me get somebody and do 10 and do 12. And like, at that point, it's just like, you, you, you must want as much money as possible or a big house or just have the biggest business in the town. But like, how far stretched are you going to be? And more importantly, how fast is the quality of your company going to drop? You know, you look at, I would like, say if I would have continued right now, it would be, uh, I'd be in major trouble. Um, yeah. Like major in terms of not even wanting to have the business anymore. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's stressful. I mean, I think about it. I run two jobs a day and I got to coordinate colors. I got to coordinate customer. Like just, it's just two, you know, granted we do, five, six jobs in a week. Cause sometimes we'll do one day jobs, you know, that we can, we can knock out in the house painting business, but just dealing with two customers throughout the day is enough, right? That's enough to, to cause you some stress. You were dealing with eight. And I know that, yeah. you know, for you that became normal, but dude, that's, that's insane. Like you didn't have an office admin. You didn't have anyone answering your phones. You didn't have anyone scheduling. You didn't have, it was you and then all the techs. And then you had a, a shop manager, right? That was the way the business was set up. Amazing. That was amazing. Um, and, and that's so right great... now I'm I, I, learning everything. I, I kind of took uh, your advice, um, which he's been banging into my head. He's like, you know, more systems, like get the systems, <clears throat> you know, you get 10 jobs a week, but it's more of the system. So like anyone listening, I'd like to tell you, don't just grow the business because you can't, you know, definitely get enough jobs to bring in the money that, allows you to live in a nice way, but make sure you have all your systems in order so that you don't have to be there. And, and right. something happens like something happened to me. You have the right people in place where like, it's going flawless. I did five jobs this week. Three are finishing a day early today. Love all it. the, all the materials are ready for next week already with my guy I'm doing. I added, even added an, an extra little job for my uh, manager and assistant manager because you know they're so on it and it was a little job and they could bust it out and we could all make a little more money so um yeah everything's running great and you know i plan on doing big things in the future um so you know yeah I'm let's talk about that i know you and i went back and forth i think one of your goals was to kind of package up your system put a bow on it and offer it as a franchise opportunity um, and you and I also discussed kind of what would be different about your franchise opportunity and why wouldn't somebody start their own? So tell me why would somebody even want a franchise of cabinet coating Kings? Um, and really, I know that we're, I know we're not in there yet, but just yeah. thinking like, what's the, what's the, what's the cabinet coating Kings difference, right? Like what's that thing that's going to make somebody say that's worth doing. So it's going to be the same thing as why I'm pretty much always the highest price but I do the most business in Orlando, right? It's the customer experience. So this would be more the owner experience. So, you know, I have, I could probably sell some franchises now, but it, I don't feel it's worthy to give to someone because it's not 
totally explainable. Like it's in my brain, but I can't give someone a book and say, here, here's this. And then, you know, I want to be able to help them in all facets. So I want, I want just like I package this business and help, you know, my customers event, like I would say in a year or so, I'll be ready to do that with business owners. And then when you do get that, the cabinet coding Kings brand, I mean, the getting jobs is a piece of cake. Like you would never have to worry about getting jobs. Like they just come like, you know, yeah. Once the system's down. And I think part of one of the major things is that you're in competition a lot with house painters that say they paint cabinets. Would you say that that's like two thirds of your competition? Yeah, I don't, I don't really look at anyone as competition and not in a bad way, egotistical way. It's just, I don't think about those things. I, I know my brand, the people who will go with me, they go with me because uh, they see the reviews and my reviews aren't like, hey, good job. My reviews are like, you know, Deep. a nice paragraph. Yeah, you know? paragraph. It's not That's like I have 200 so, sentences. But obviously, That's like, paragraph. obviously your focus is just, it's the customer. Like, and, and the thing is, I guarantee one of your questions when you call your guys is like, is the customer happy, right? Have you, you know, is that one thing you always ask? Yeah, well, I, I don't leave it up to them because they're always going to say, yeah. So I make sure the customer's happy myself. <laughs> so true. Like, true. I don't leave it up to them. I don't leave much up to them. I've learned a lot in the last year. I'm telling you guys, like, I'm a very spiritual minded person. So I always want to, like, be loving and kind of cater to people. Uh, there's definitely a distinction when you're dealing with business and you're dealing with, like, personal that you have to separate and really deal with business with questions. Yeah. <laughs> major learning this year on that i assume right because you and i are the same in that regard i mean we want people to succeed we want to help them stay motivated we want to inspire them we want to help them grow individually but we've recognized me too because i've had to let i mean i've let quite a bit of people go that i thought would be people that would have my back the same way i've had theirs i've i've given them bonuses when they actually didn't deserve it or i paid them a day just because or or you know i inquired about something's going on in their personal life and made it my business to to help facilitate that and then yeah. they turned around and and they did something that was shocking and, and and kind of disrespected me or the company and just kind of made it seem like that wasn't important so let's talk about discernment man i mean i think that's something that we had to learn right of, of who to help when to help and and who to allow in if we're that type of caring business owner because you know why, why don't we talk about that so yeah i've had a lot of experiences uh, lately, I, I'm very caring. So I, I think people understood if they came to me with money issues or like, like that injured or needy syndrome, you know, that's where my heart opened up the most. And people saw that and took Because you were there at one point, right? Right. Because I was there. You were, bro, what? You were down, what? 200 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. We, we helped We've each exchanged. other out. We, yeah. we were both, we were both yeah. broke. At yeah. 200 bucks, you gave me 200 when I needed it, and I gave you 200. Yeah. So we know what it's like to be in a position of financial scarcity. So continue. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, the main thing is you got to watch people and you got to see what people say, and you got to take people's words and actions very seriously because the ones who are on it, you're not going to have to tell them to do things like, and they'll do what they say they're going to do. And then you have to make sure you're open enough and authentic enough to where if they feel overwhelmed or if you're putting too much on their plate, they could come at to you in a good way before they get, you know, overwhelmed and you talk about it. 
that's how I see things. And if you see someone, you know, coming up with excuse after excuse and not being their word like over and over and over, big red flag. You got to figure out real quick, um, you know, is this guy good for the company, not for making you money, for the company and for your stress very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's important. And I think that's a really hard thing for a lot, even myself early on, even you, I think, again, if you're that type of business owner that actually cares, because the benefit of caring and being an empathetic business owner is huge because you have, you build loyalty, right? So those five, six guys, although you said that you trust them, they're also people that you trust not to take advantage of you. Would you agree? Yeah. But then you also have to, you know, have a backbone and not be scared to ask questions. The questions you need to ask, you know, when you have an instinct, because you need to be so open and honest with your people <clears throat> that you're not scared to ask certain questions if you right. feel it, you know, uh, and that'll open them up to do the same with you. Um, right. And then you, you, ne you just don't, don't ever act in scarcity. Like if someone comes in who's, you know, one of your crew members come and they demand things or, you know, they want more money, you know, you sit down and talk to them and ask them why they feel this way. If they have good points, you know, I've been in a situation where I did give them the extra money because I didn't know certain situations, but, you know, you got to make sure all your employees know uh, you're coming with your biggest heart. You're doing everything in the best way you can, and they shouldn't be there. They're, they're demanding isn't going to yeah. scare you. Into so there's a, but there's a balance though. There's a balance of, you know, how much work you're putting on them and how much money they're getting paid. Right. So you can't, sure. you have to do good as a business owner to balance out that dynamic of, you know, are they getting, are they doing more work in excess of what they're getting paid or am I paying in, in, in more excess of the work that they're doing? And if the latter is true. You're paying more than the work that they're doing. We normally let them go because they're not upholding the agreement, but right. ultimately in the same way, we have that responsibility not to overload them with work. So I, I assume you do a pretty good job balancing that stuff. Oh yeah. I, I mastered it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know man, that's it, morale. That's employee morale, man. That's what it's about. Yeah. I just try you to know? be the best with them. I, they all have to understand like the work they go into with these, you know, service-based businesses isn't a walk in the park, you know, right. they have to understand. So I try to teach a lot of mindset. Like right. if you need to be happy in all situations or you're never going to be happy at all. Right. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So that's what I t try to teach my crew. I try to teach them a higher mindset. Like, Hey, do your best here. And if you move, whatever your next step is, you know, if you could be happy doing this, you're going to be a lot, you're going to be happier on that point. But if you're so not tell happy, me. You're not so tell happy. me this. So after you just saying that, you don't care if your guys move on and, and do something else. Uh, I could you. bring other people in and I just want people to do their best. And I want, you know, if someone's heart's not into my company, there's no reason to have that negative energy around. You should see. Well, what about if somebody's moving up and accelerating in life? Let's say they find a better opportunity with a better cabinet painting company or coding company. Not saying that you're not the best. I, I, I We believe that. But just say, let's say they moved on somewhere in a good way. What is your What is your reaction to that usually if they did? Um, I mean, I've had a couple people, you know, recently they started their own company and, you know, it is what it is, you know, and I've actually sent them a couple jobs, you know, um, yeah. I don't really have to worry about anyone else. Um, you know, I want everyone to succeed. There's plenty of business out there. So I'm trying to 
get it to a mindset like Tanner, <clears throat> there's abundance, right? The, the customers that want me will come to me. And, you know, the other ones, there's plenty of people who will have those jobs. Right. Um, but I'm just going to try to help people as much as I can and share my knowledge and then go to that next level, you know, where I can help in a, in a you know, yeah. larger way. And I think that's why I wanted to spend so much time talking about employees. That's the foundation of your, that's what you're selling. You know, you are selling a cabinet painting job that's expected of you, but the experience is what gives you 190 reviews. You, you said that there was kind of a strategy though, that you get, I mean, you know, although we do a great experience and we could give someone an amazing experience, they don't write reviews. So how so have you gotten people to get trick. reviews? What's to see, how much are you paying them? <laughs> this is a trick. <clears throat> so, Hey, you, you follow up with them all week. Okay. That's like, it's a big thing. So they, they, yeah. they trust. They're like, all right, he's on it. And my crew's on, I swear to God, everyone's like, your crew's the best. Every one of my crew members are phenomenal. All right. Wow. So I bring my, customer satisfaction <clears throat> mindset to all my crews. So right. I call every week. So Monday, Tuesday, you know, how's everything going? This is what they're doing, blah, blah, blah. Wednesday, I start hitting the, you know, fishing at them, all right? Throwing the bait in. So I'm like, hey, on it's Wednesday. I just want to walk you through the final steps for Friday. <clears throat> you know, when they're all finished up and it looks phenomenal, um, please have the final balance in a sealed envelope. And I'm going to send you three reviews at that point. Um, so right before they're done. Send you three links. You over. Mean? Yeah. So look, so I, I start early. So Wednesday, I'm like, so I'm going to send you three review links right before they're done. When you see it looks beautiful, you know, write those review links, uh, all three, and you can save $25 off the remaining balance. How about that? And then I do it again on Thursday. And wow. then- I say it again Friday morning. Wow. I love it. Now, now it's just implemented. And, yeah. uh, you know, but ultimately like, you know, some people would say, well, oh, you're, 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 you know, incentivizing people to leave reviews and they might look at that like, oh, well, that's not genuine. Well, ultimately you have to understand that their review we are using as a marketing tool, right? Like they are voluntarily putting their name, sometimes their location their yeah. photos, like they're actually doing this and they're throwing it on the internet for us to send people to, to look at. I think that's worth 25 bucks. I think that yeah, that's- And funny. they're taking their time. So it's their time, you know, to write yeah, these and reviews. It's their time and it's all that. So it's yeah. not so much, hey, I'll give you 25 bucks to do this. It's like, hey, you're probably, we're going to do this anyway, but if you can just do right. me this favor and, and, you know, this is just my way of just saying thank you. Um, that yeah. goes a long way. And I think that the, the other side of the coin is all the reviews are, and I've looked at your reviews, they're, they're genuine as if, you know, they're doing you the favor, even if you didn't expect it, you know, they, 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 they write it as if they want you to continue to succeed. That's what I've oh, seen in your reviews. Well, I, I give everything I can to the customers. I really right. do. I give all my heart. Uh, and they see that. And, you know, <clears throat> a lot of people sometimes come at me, you know, when I quote them, they're like, oh, you're way higher. I'm not super high either. There's people who are higher, but I would say I'm mid to high for sure. Um, <clears throat> but I always tell people, I go, look, I almost have 200 views, no bad reviews. There's a reason, you know, right. I'm, my product is perfectly in line with what yeah. I provide for you. I don't yeah. just paint the cabinets. I give you an experience where you're happy. Yeah, happy. The people who go in your house, you're happy to have them. You know yeah. how bad is it when you get the contract? You're like, oh my god, I can't wait for this guy. Yeah, you got to stay away from him. He's outside. He's on the phone. Like, yeah. he's like, he's like, you know, 
geeking out, man. And, and we can't have that. No. So it's can't like a, it. a, it's a whole around, a whole experience where yeah. I would say not many companies are on my level. I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm not saying people can't do as good of a job as I can in terms of painting the cabinets. I am top notch. Um, but you know, I, I really go put a lot of time and effort into the customer and making sure they're happy and then the brand, you know, so my brand's very strong and I, I, I love my brand and, you know, my love for this brand carries down to the, the techs and they know how much I love the customer. So they, you know, produce that same, you know, want and passion when they're at yeah. the house. Yeah. So going back to the, and they know I care about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like they, the, 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 the employees know I care about them. So they want to do it. Yeah. They want to do it. And that's where I was getting at in terms of like, you know, it's good to be an empathetic boss. Like the benefits completely outweigh, you know, turning your heart because you've been taken advantage of and you don't want to be that way anymore. It's like the benefits of trying again and just making sure you're doing it for the right people are way worth it. So, you know, you know, and that, and that's, that's where we got to the balance, but I don't want to drift too far away just to kind of reiterate those listening, the review process that you have is yeah. systematic in a sense that you're nerd. Like some of a, me, I mean, I tell them on the last day, like, Hey, thank you so much. You know, they'll get the review link and all that, but you're, you're just, you're just preparing them, bro. For, for yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Hey, review link envelope, review link envelope, review link envelope. So at the time they're like, Alex told us four times, you know, we got to get that review done. You know, yeah. they're in the middle of their dinner. They've and like, oh my God. Yes, three times. So now they're yeah, and then they write the check though, and then they write the check with twenty five deducted. Yeah. So they got to go make sure that they uh they yeah. they balance. And that not account. everyone does it. Look, because yeah. I did over three hundred kitchens last year, so I have two hundred reviews. So you know, not everyone will do the review. That's the thing. That incentive, that like me, what I do in working and all the effort I put into that, got me about sixty percent less. Wow. Yeah, no, around sixty percent. Wow. So, um, like th if I don't put that effort in, you know, it goes down to 20, 30, you know, these people wow. are just, and it's, you get them to do it right when they're most emotional and the project's done and they love it. Love it. Love it. Last little bit here. And then I know we're going to jump on again. We'll, we'll dive a lot deeper into this, but, um, the marketing strategy you have is very, very Facebook heavy. I mean, mm -hmm. when you first started your business, the first I'd say within the first four to seven months, you probably posted probably 10 times a day. You make it a point to have before, before during and after pictures of everything. I think you have over 5,000 likes in the first year of your business yeah. just from boosting posts on Facebook. How's Facebook worked out for you, man? Oh, phenomenal. It definitely probably brought me a million dollars of business. Um, what is it the, like, all right, we get it. Like you got work on business, but like, why, why is it like, what is what are you creating? Well, it's me too. So like you, anyone could do like the post, right? So, but it's how you follow up. Um, you integrated a Autobot about, I'd say five months ago that definitely helps me with time because it allows the people to do what I wanted them to do on Facebook, you know? Because I'm to a point now, not everyone can do this yet, right? In the beginning, I was on it. Like someone gave me a message or whatever. I'm calling them. I'm like, hey, let me come out. Let me come out. Now I'm getting like 10, 20 requests a day for estimates. So I really got to qualify everybody. So what I have people do, I have them send me the photos of the 
the house, the job, and an account of doors and drawers, and I send them a preliminary quote. <clears throat> I tell them if that's in line with what, and these are people who already made appointments now, okay? So um, I qualify the people who already want me to come out to their house. If my uh, uh, quote is in line with what they want, then I come to their house. So maybe eventually when I kind of step out of the, you know, sales role a little more and I, maybe I get like two sales per people, I'll just start sending everyone to every estimate, you know, because I'll tell you what, I definitely would probably get an extra 20, 30% of the jobs just because of who I am and how I show up at a house and with my sample. Yeah. Um, but, you know, right now I'm at a point where I can qualify and, you know, I go out to the people who are in line with my, so you could be, so you could be selective. And I think that that is a privilege of companies that is at this point for me as well, of the type of jobs that we can take. Um, and really it just, it, but, but what you're doing is you're protecting your system, right? If somebody comes and tells you, you know, that it's a, you know, a small kitchen, maybe two grand, it's not that you don't want to take the job. You just know that for your scheduling purposes, for your costs, for like the things that you need to keep your system integral, it just wouldn't be a good fit for you. Yeah. And if, uh, if it's just like a bathroom or little things like that, you can kind yeah. of really have the scope of everything coming in and right. then, you know, you could choose at some points, you know, when it's a little thinner, you know, you, I can drop prices a little bit, but we could have other podcasts and go over pricing. Yeah. Anyone yeah, who listens to this, just let me or Tanner know, you know, what you want us to talk about. We can we have all the information you all need, like, honestly, whatever you need to know, we have a plethora of great information. And Absolutely. And I know that you're going to start being more active in our new uh, Facebook group, painting contractors. So, you know, I think that's good, man. I think we're going to touch base again in the coming weeks and, and maybe make this like a segment where we can kind of just jump on. And, you know, again, Alex has been very, very successful in, in doing the things that I teach probably because he has me in his ear all the time, helping, you know, and, and, and giving advice um, of just being able to free yourself. And it's not that you don't want to be a part of your business. It's that you can't be a part of your business. It has to be its own living, breathing organism. Like you, you have got to do that. Now, at any point in time, Alex, you could go in and do a cabinet job if you can't wait to get your yeah. hands on a cabinet job, right? If you yeah. just want to itch that, you know, scratch that itch of painting a door, you could just run into the shop and, and spray a door, right? Yeah, one of my guys cut his hand. I had to do a, a job the next week. It was a little scary. I ain't gonna lie. I haven't yeah, done it. Yeah, the, <laughs> I did it. Yeah. But but my thing is that when I help a lot of guys, it's like, you know, some of them are kind of they really enjoy um, you know, they really enjoy the painting aspect and it's scary for them to step into the role of hands off. But really the secret is creating a system and and taking your time, developing people within that system you know, and, and just the balancing act of balancing marketing with production, with customer satisfaction, with all these things that you're mentioning, that takes more time that needs to be. So let me, uh, let me get to, let me say one thing real quick. Remember Tanner, when I entered this business, did I, how did I start it? Did I start it doing jobs or did I start it running the business? Running the business. I never started doing jobs. Never. You right. never, as yeah, soon you, as I started the business, it was always, yeah. I was running the business. 
So yeah, I ne- you never went mind, into it. I yeah. never went into it like I'm doing the work, and not saying the work isn't is well, I'm, I'm too good for it or anything because I, I the work's fun. I, I did it, and it kind of zones you out. It's actually really nice. But my intention going in, and this is important, is that I saw it as I'm running this business to grow into something that can help a lot of people. So now what I'm going to do, you know, I'm looking to that franchise level. So I have phenomenal guys now who are, you know, we're putting the systems together, all the processes. So, you know, we want to do even a touch up library. So that's the kind of things like when you get a cabinet code and Kings franchise, like that's what you'll have. You'll have everything you need. And then I'm a sales phenom, you know, like, so you won't ever have a problem if you wanted to get sales coaching and how to get sales. And then with a brand like mine, I don't even, you know, it's not really having to try so much anymore. It's like showing up with a sample. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that there is room for that in the contracting business, right? I mean, you look at cars, when you see a Bentley, you don't question, you know, you know, what does Eric Thomas say? Bentleys are never on sale. You know, it's like, you know, that's just when you have that, there are, there is a market for this quality experience and in the kitchen coding industry, we're usually dealing with people of high standard, high quality. They want communication. They want seamless processes. They have the money to spend on that and they will. It's just a matter of, can you deliver that? And, and I, I think that, you know, again, more topics for a different day, man. Let's, let's wrap up here. I appreciate you being here, man. Um, and again, if anyone has any questions for Alex, please jump into our uh, Facebook group, which you can find in the description of this episode um, and jump in and just tag them. And I'm sure you'll be you know, happy to help. Yeah. And then if you want us to cover any certain topics, like I said, we kind of want to do this on a weekly basis, you know, uh, let us know what you'd like to hear. <clears throat> and uh, we go from there. Awesome, man. Thanks for joining us, man. And we will, uh, I know we'll, we'll chat soon. All right. Have a great day guys. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at Contractor Coach, and I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email. Find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.